Oh, hello. <laughs> I was bouncing my head to the music, and I go, oh, I forgot I'm on the air. Anyway, good morning. I'm Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and uh, we've been doing the show now for just about seven years, a little bit over seven years, and we're really excited to be here every week. It's awesome. So this week, we have on, a, you know, one of our very favorite guests, and is also a sponsor of the show. Her name is Susan Bergstrom, and she's going to be talking about uh, her business with uh, Medicare, and we've got a lot of changes going on this year with Medicare, and uh, he's, she's saying it's a lot has to do with Biden, right? Some. Some. Not all. Some, but not all. Okay. I was just wondering. Anyway, so we're going to be talking to her about that, and um, as I said, we need to have her on just to talk about what's going on. She's having a lot of issues with her clients having to make changes in coverage and getting different doctors because the doctors sort of drops Medicare business. Isn't that true? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's not fun. It's not fair either. So we're going to be talking about that. And uh, for the Celebrity of the Week, now we did him last year, but we're doing him again today, and that is Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is right in the middle of the Masters, and he's I think he's the 10th in behind the lead, which is all things considered with his leg that he had busted up last year, is pretty amazing. So everybody's watching him to see how well he does, to see if he can come back, because he's such a, he loves golf so much. He's a slave to golf, I guess you would say. And um, we're going to take a look at his chart to see if there's anything new that's brewing that seems to be um, either helping him or could hurt him somewhere along the line. You know, you may not be interested in this, but, you know, the cool thing is the interesting part is the astrology, is to see if there's developments in his particular uh, consciousness or something that's coming up for him at all. And we can kind of take a look and see that in his chart. And there is one major thing we're going to see, and we're going to be taking a look at that. So anyway, yeah. Um, So it'll be fun today. And we're going to be, like I said, we're going to talk to Susan about all hour about the Medicare stuff, and she's all ready to go. And um, also, um, we also have Tiger Woods. Oh, boy. Okay. So anyway, um, we will be right back with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. You know, you know I was thinking it was going to sound completely different. That sounds really nice, very soothing. You could, and that's the theme, by the way, the Masters, which I don't know if many of you people knew, but they play that, I guess, during the Masters. But, you know, I'm trying to think of what it would look like to have that music superimposed over people who are playing golf. Does it quite work? <laughs> I mean, given the pace and the atmosphere of golf, it makes sense because, yeah. you know, it's very slow paced yeah, and, you know, true. just quiet. Yeah. You know, it people aren't relaxing. really cheering. And, you know, there's always the golf clap like, 
Yeah. Like very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. So yeah, I never would have thought it would sound like that. Very, very soothing. Very nice. Okay. So we're going to be talking about old Mr. Tiger Woods today. Let's see when his birthday is. Okay, December 30th, 1975, at 10.50 p.m. in Long Beach, California. Okay, now last time we did his chart, that was when he was injured in that car accident and really thought he was going to amputate his leg, but he really did come back pretty well. But what I'm going to take a look at today to see if there's anything developing in his chart to see if it's going to hurt or help him, you know, as far as his game goes. Well, okay, this this does actually help him. Okay, so we have a lot of things below the chart, which means he's definitely more private than he is public. But he does stuff out in the public, but not that much. You know, he goes out and plays a game and goes home, I guess. So, but he's got underneath the chart, he's got, he's got one, two, three, four, five, Okay, and there's one, two, three, four above. So that means there, uh, there's seven below and three above. You know, when you see um, a, a, an astrological chart, it's a big circle with, you know, all uh, lines going vertical and horizontal. The ones that go horizontal, anything that's underneath the horizontal line basically says those planets stay out of the limelight. They just don't like to be out there doing stuff. But the planets that are above like to be out in public, okay? So at the top of his chart is Mars. Mars retrograde, interestingly enough. Well, Mars is rules, rules of things like athletics. There's some athletics involved with golf. So, um, and also he has Gemini on the midheaven. Okay, and that's interesting too because that sort of shows, um, he kind of jumps around from, I don't know if he does different, uh, different topics or different um, sports, but... Gemini definitely means you have interests all over the place. So uh, the interesting thing is, is Mercury, which is the planet in question today, Mercury is in the fifth house, and it is in Capricorn. And Mercury rules the midheaven. Okay, so this is another one of the things that we use as astrologers to tie the chart together. It's like, okay, we have Mercury in the fifth. Okay, does that mean you talk to your kids or you have fun, and um, there is kind of a uh, thing with the fifth house where it's Leo is a secondary ruler where it brings the, the point of needing to be heard when you speak, that type of thing as well. But this time is ruling the midheaven, and that's his career direction. <coughs> and so and Mars is up there too, so Mars is involved with a passion and could be if he doesn't get enough tension while he's promoting something, that could probably take him off a little. But what we've got going on right now is Mercury is being conjuncted or transited by Pluto. Another couple of degrees away, but it's right there in the ballpark. And when we see Pluto anywhere near Mercury, this tells us a lot about how he feels and how he thinks. And how he thinks is basically getting deeper and deeper and why, what motivates him, you know, like not what he does or what, who he does, but it's the stuff that's underlying motivation between whatever he's doing and what he's producing out here in the world. So it's kind of like having a psychologist move into your room and, and psychoanalyzing you every day, you know, help you do that, because it does kind of become invasive in some respects and very, very determined to find the truth in any situation that he's doing. 
So and this interesting, I think it's kind of indirectly related, obviously, to his midheaven and his Mars, because, you know, you play basically with your hands when you're doing golf, and it's ruled by Mercury, okay? You can sort of see that connection. So um, I think one of the things that's going on is that he may have wanted to approve himself in the last week. He basically said he wasn't going to make up his mind to the last minute whether or not he was going to do the Masters. Well, he did. Of course he would do this. He's got Mars up there, and Mars, Mars at the top says this is how you want to be known in the world, what kind of credentials you have that people will remember you by. And Mars is, well, you know, if you've got to do something, you have to attack it. You know, this is not something you just sit by and let float by. No, that's not it at all. You have to attack it and and, um, and be very assertive about it. So um, the, I imagine, and I keep remembering on TV, there was a lot of interviews with him about this. And the interviews has to do with Mercury, and that's Mars and Mercury. Okay, we've got that. But um, that's a very strong passion that he wants to make sure that we know that he's doing this, you know, at the in spite of the injury that he had because he almost lost his leg last year and everybody pretty much said that his career was over and all this other stuff. Well, no. No, I mean, you got a Mars up there, and Mars will pursue anything to its death, you know, and it's a continuous application of 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 assertiveness and, and bravado and things where he needs to feel in control. So this is what's happening because his past has been a little bit, um, a little bit strange. He has some stuff going on with an ex-wife that he had a uh, a um, affair around, and um, well, he's got a Venus in Scorpio, so that kind of counts, you know. And Venus kind of does that; is always attracted to the darker side of things, you know, having affairs in the dark and in the closet. So um, who knows what he's doing now, but. He's really, and I, oh, here's something else. Mercury in the fifth house. This is his son. This is his first son. So he's been working on getting his son trained into the business so that he can do something too. So that's a passion for him. So that's important, you know, and um, it's something that will motivate him and get, guide him towards really wanting to get his son into the business. Although, I think his son is not quite old enough to make up his mind about this yet, but, you know, he's trying to influence him to see if he will end up end up being a professional golfer. So I really do believe that's going to happen because I have never seen anybody, Tiger Woods, was the only one who was so motivated to do this and basically come back from at least one, I think it was one before this, you know, situation where he had to sit out and come back and work it out and work it out and work out and work out and then boom, he's back. Well, it's what he did, you know, this time, too. You know, you have that Mars right up at the top of the chart. That means that's how people will remember him, is somebody very determined to make sure that he does everything he has to do. But also it's retrograde, so that means that a retrograde Mars is going to be looking at uh, the ways that he can apply himself to different things. But his Mars process is deeper than a regular Mars. It's not something that takes Mars and does it in a regular way. It sits back, looks back, looks at what it has to do, and then it moves ahead. So there's always a, a step process where somebody wants him to do something, goes, let me think about it, I'll get back to you on it. And he'll think about it, we'll weigh it all the way through, and then you know, re, you know, run it by his innards to see if it feels right. 
This has to be the right inner thing for him as far as his ego and as far as his, his, his athletic ability goes because this is really important. Um, I, you know, I look at his chart. And if sometimes there's one or two charts that's r- or things in the chart that stand out. His Mars stands out. It's sitting right up there at the top of the chart. You know, and it's retrograde, and it's it's the one thing that guides him. It keeps him moving. He's got a, well, you could see he got a burr under his butt. He could say it that way, but really it's true. So um, that's very cool for him. So as far as him winning this, he's in 10th place now. And it could be that he does come back because he's really almost known as a super athlete. Anybody who's got Mars right up there and it's it's operating and controlling the rest of the chart is going to do that. So... Anywho, that's Mr. Tiger Woods for today, and I'm going to watch with him see what he does in the future because he does have a lot of power. Pluto first house has a lot of body power that make things happen, and then he also has um, he has a Neptune Moon conjunction, kind of wide, but it's there. It's in Sagittarius, so I mean there is a dreamy side to him, but he's very determined. He's a Capricorn after all. He's very meticulous about how he takes his steps in life. So we'll watch what he does in the future. So. Anyway, that's it for that, and we're going to take another break right now. When we get back here, we're going to talk to Susan about Medicare. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to Natasha Venter at angelicclarifications.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, it's best neuroenergetic balancing, Rasmussen Reset, and Energy Code Sunday. That means Dr. Nels Rasmussen and Sister Linda Rasmussen will be in the studio, and they can help you or your animal friends with emotional, behavioral, or physical issues. Plan to give us a call. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this morning we've got on one of my favorite people. She's one of, probably my best friend. But nonetheless, we have her on this morning. And I made my mind a few days ago to have her on very quickly. Excuse me, I'm burping a lot. Can I say, pardon me? Okay, anyway. So um, she's going to be talking about the changes ever since the last time there was an open enrollment period last year. There's been a lot of changes in the Medicare system, and that's stuff that isn't really good. So we want to talk about what those things are and what we can do to handle them. So good morning, Susan. Hello, Eileen. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... uh, She just jumps right in, so go uh, ahead. So... We're having some issues, and um, it's of no fault of anyone's, but we're seeing a change of how doctors are responding to their medical, their careers, okay? okay? So I start getting phone calls going, oh my gosh, the women's clinic in Tacoma just lost five doctors. They just kind of resigned. Now how am I supposed to get my prescription? I have to start over with a brand new doctor. And... So people are getting distressed because their doctors are leaving, they're going somewhere else, they're not accepting Medicare plans. They decided that after the enrollment period, it's like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And so people are left in the lurch because it's like, well, that's my provider. That's where I go. Right. That's 
my comfort zone and I yeah. want to keep my doctor. Yeah. And how dare they just up up and stop yeah. uh, accepting my plan? How can they get away with this? It's like, okay. So there's been some shifts of doctors and providers and their relationship with their patients. Okay. Well, there's really nothing we can do about that. <laughs> Unfortunately, That's a horrible thing. No, all these things are changing, but we can't do anything about it. Well, yeah, because they decide, um, you know, during open enrollment, which is October 15th through December 7th, you know, we make plans that, you know, we're going to do this plan because my doctors are all included in the network, so I don't have to spend a small fortune to continue to see them. And we're going to evaluate the benefits and we're going to look at all of the different things. And then here we are in April. And if you haven't checked in with your doctor, you may find that they're not there. And then you're going, yes, but I've structured all my insurance so I can see this particular doctor. Yeah. And so people are kind of distressed saying, you mean I have to start over with somebody new? So... About t- a year, two years ago, with all of this COVID stuff starting, yeah, in the state of Washington, we saw more choice plans or right. preferred provider organizations rather than, and in addition to um, health maintenance organizations, which is HMOs. And so my train of thought with Washington was is that we have so many different networks and they all overlap and nobody has a problem getting in to see doctors anymore. Right. So HMOs are just fine and um, because they give you more benefits than preferred provider organizations or PPOs. And uh, so I really never saw a need that if you lived in the state of Washington to need a PPO, but I'm starting to change my mind if your doctors are going to start playing games and moving on and changing their direction or moving out of state or whatever they're doing. Um, you want to be able to see an out-of-network doctor because a lot of them just are fed up. Yeah, right. And it's odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, because in this state... We have a lot of specialists, but they're not going to see you unless you have a referral from a doctor. Okay. Your primary care. Because mm-hmm. they're going to go, what do you mean you have this? Mm-hmm. You need to go back to your regular doctor and get something diagnosed. Right. Or we don't have time for you. Yeah, that, that doesn't feel good, does it? No. But on the flip side, you're lucky to get an appointment inside of a month. Mm-hmm. And that makes it really difficult. So people are really on edge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish things were different with Medicare. The problem we're having with, like, chiropractors. Yes. Yes, you were talking to me about that. Yes. Yeah. Chiropractors, okay, have to fit the definition for Medicare because they have these rules that says, hey, we're not going to pay for chiropractor unless it's a subjection of the spine thing and it can't be for relaxation or massage or therapy or anything else it has to be fit this one coding Mm. and otherwise they can say nope we ain't paying for that Mm. and a lot of people don't realize that it's how the doctor bills medicare okay 
or the insurance plan, mm-hmm. not necessarily what they do. Yeah. yeah. And so people are getting frustrated because the, a lo- there were a couple of different plans, Regents and Aetna, that added therapeutic massage on that. Yeah, well, that would be nice. Well, providers, from what I've been told, are having a hard time getting paid mm. because it doesn't meet the ne- the definition of therapeutic. Okay. Okay. So they go in, they go for four times, and then they say, nope, it's your therapy's over. <laughs> oh. Okay. And then people are like, but what about my 24 visits or my 12 visits or whatever? How come I don't get those? And it has to do with the treatment plan that the doctor sets forth as to whether or not they're going to pay for that. So surprise, surprise, I get phone calls saying, hey, how come this is not being covered? It was declined. Mm. Well, number one, we need to talk to your doctor about how it's being coded. Mm -hmm. Two, is this really necessary? Because Medicare has this rule that says it must be medically necessary. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, well, that's kind of subjective because you can say, I need this, but Medicare can say, no, you don't. Yeah, right. It's it's really a gray area, isn't it? It really is a gray area. So before you go out there and think that all of this is wonderfully covered, you better have your doctor check first. Yeah. Otherwise, you get these really unruly bills that come in the mail right. that you're not prepared for. Right, exactly. Um, but I think that there's going to be a huge open enrollment season in October this year because... Doctors are leaving. Doctors aren't taking my plan anymore. And I don't understand personally how they can just say, nope, we're not doing that anymore. And I think that doctors should be forced to comply with what everybody else does, and that's enrollment periods. Right. Um, So no one's left in the lurch. But uh, a lot of people would disagree with me saying, hey, I'm in private practice. I'm in business for myself. I can do whatever I want. But what they're really doing is they're hurting a segment of the population that's relying on them. Yes. Yes. And, you know, it's just interesting because it's, um, it's really what they're doing is choosing money over the people. Uh, well, I think people are as far as medical professionals, they're sick and tired of all the COVID stuff and yeah. they're just been worked to death and yeah. they're burned out Yeah, and they just don't want to deal with why should I pay get paid less Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'll just have my patients pay cash. Yeah, that's true. And you know, the thing about this is, is that it's, it's a reflex. It's a sort of a, a kick something, you know, you have a, an input, you have something that happens like a pandemic, and bam, it kicks it into the next gear. It usually has to do with if something that stressful that changes our society around so much, and then all of a sudden it sort of goes by the wayside, and we're left with the anger. That well, people, yeah. Just the incredible anger that people have not being able to do anything that they need to do, including getting doctor's appointments. You know, and um, it's it's filtering into every area of society right now, every single area. Right. Well, and, you may have hmm. a regular plan, you know, if you're yeah. under 65 and still experience the same 
well, what happened to my doctor? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. Situation. And, and they're so, thinking they're not going to do it anymore because it's too much stress. And, to, and then the, the patient's going, well, what about me? I need this done. You know, and so it's there's backfiring every which way. Right. Yes. Now, I want to also talk about people who are low income. Mm. Okay. Um, if you have Medicare and Medicaid, which is yeah. the turquoise colored card that says provider one, yeah. you are still entitled to some special benefits. Yeah. However, <laughs> if you are not doing the certification process with the state that you need to do every year, mm. they're going to kick you off your plan. Yeah. And you won't be happy. No. Okay. Right. So yeah, I'm going to do that in, August, no, in May. It, yes, and uh, United Healthcare is sending out letters that are scaring people to death, going, "Hey, you may lose your medical plan." Yeah, um, because they decided to team up with the state and say, "You need to recertify." Right, and there is a movement where Biden wants people off Medicaid. Interesting. So, if you are borderline on this thing, you could actually lose your Medicaid benefits. Mm. Lose your special privileges with extra help yeah, and things of that nature. And they're making it more difficult for you to have um, a side hustle or a part-time job oh, or anything because their um, banks are now reluctant to uh, cash checks from somebody else's banks and they mm -hmm. want a paper trail on everything. And so there's a new rule also with PayPal and Venmo and all of those um, cash apps. Whereas mm -hmm. if you are receiving more than $600 on those applications, you'll get a 1099 at the end of the year saying you earned this money. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that could be enough to throw you off of Medicaid mm -hmm. where you're just a regular Joe and now you have to co-pays and or plans that you have to pay for. <laughs> and um, people aren't going to be happy at the end of the year when they start reporting this passive income yeah. now, that people what, have. What exactly, you know, you know what Medicare is, right? But what is Medicaid? Can you explain that okay, to me? Okay, so Medicaid is in alignment with the federal government, and every state has their own rules as far as who qualifies for things like food stamps, medical, mm -hmm. Section 8 housing, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And they have income limits that in the state of Washington that says, okay, if you make less than, say, $1,100, then you are coded with Medicare mm -hmm. as what's called a QMB or Qualified Medicare Beneficiary. Mm -hmm. Okay? That means that you are fairly indigent or poor, and so they are willing to waive off what Part B cost, which is the doctor's portion of Medicare. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we will give you extra benefits to help you suffer through. And so you're not living without, you know, food benefits, um, gym memberships. Right. Um, other over-the-counter benefits, things right. of that nature, and then you don't pay a premium. You have no co-pays because the state picks up part of your medical cost. Okay. Yes, like he does me. Right. Then you go into what's called um, SLMB, which means 
you make a little bit too much money, so therefore you have to pay what's called a spend down. Oh, yes. I remember hearing about that. Correct. Yes. So we want to make sure that everybody's taken care of no matter what, but people are going to lose their qualified medical beneficiaries or you're going to go into a different category and you're going to find that your benefits are different. Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a break right now. And when we get back, we're going to keep talking about all this. I'm sitting here listening to her. Oh, God, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this. (laughs) Anyway, those things that happen. So I'm going to take a break and we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Mark Mincola back to talk about the way of miracles and the states of consciousness that produce them. On Saturday, Christine Upchurch looks at the transformation of the planet, what is programming and what is truth. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. In case you were wondering what you were just listening to from Susan, you were wondering if you were listening to aliens on the planet. Well, no. It's so complicated what happens with Medicare and everything else attached to it. And I'm listening to it and my eyeballs are crossing. I mean, I supposedly know a little bit about it since I'm under it, but still, it's crazy, you know. Well, it, is. it, it really is crazy, and we're going to see some fallout because of it. It's just very difficult for people to navigate. So I want to invite you, if you have questions about this, yeah, or you don't know how to navigate it, that's what I'm here for, Yeah, is I deal with systems and processes. I'm not always responsible for the outcome, but I can tell you when there's been an error made, Mm -hmm. either in the billing coding or, you know, that doesn't sound right. Let's check it out. And since I represent most all the companies in the state of Washington, Oregon, Arizona, Pennsylvania, some different places, um, the rules change based on county and state. That's yep. what the hard part about Medicare is, is because, hey, you can move 30 miles down the road and find yourself getting kicked off your medical plan because you moved. <laughs> right. Yeah. And um, then you have to figure out, OK, what am I going to do now? Right. Yeah. Um, so not everything is created equal. No. But I do want to make sure that people realize that if you haven't checked in with your doctor this year, you could find that they have left. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a certain amount of uh, finesse to go through the systems and find a different doctor that's actually going to listen to you and be able to be familiar with your particular health and give you solutions. Right. Um, and we're also seeing that instead of having regular MDs treat people, we're having nurse practitioners. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yes. Um deal with you and I'm not always certain that that's the best medical care you can get Mm-mm. if you have a rapport that's one thing yeah but my dad passed away in 2019 
Um, he had um, cancer on his lung, his liver, and his spine. Well, three years earlier, my dad came down with pneumonia, which was really unusual. I believe that he personally had the cancer, which was part of the cause of the pneumonia. But he had a nurse practitioner, so as a doctor, he, he they weren't looking at, well, why did he come down with pneumonia? Or they, I would believe that they would probably have found the cancer in his lung when he had pneumonia three years prior. Mm-hmm. But because it went unchecked, he ultimately had all of these different cancer cells in his body, mm-hmm. and ultimately it went to his brain, and that's what ultimately was his demise. Yeah. So just because you have a nurse practitioner, yeah, they're great for refilling your prescriptions and doing different things, but they don't quite have the same education as your MD or DO. No. And um, so I worry about people that would possibly be coming down with something very serious that could be really overlooked. Right. Exactly. And so... My husband had the uh, uh, unfortunate pleasure of working with a nurse practitioner. He made an appointment with the MD. He comes to his appointment for his MD, and there's the nurse practitioner again. And he goes, well, why are you here? I made an appointment with a doctor. And so he, he was ultimately really frustrated that he couldn't see the doctor that he made the appointment with. Oh. And we're seeing more of that. And in certain areas, you have more nurse practitioners than you do doctors. You're not kidding. I've had my innings with them, too. Right. Yeah. So I'm finding a lot of people are going to naturopathic doctors or alternative um, practitioners that don't take insurance. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the hard part about medical care in today's society. And. You know, I wish I could help people, but when you get onto Medicare, it's almost impossible to get an alternative provider yeah. as your primary care doctor. Right, exactly. So, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, the thing about, and I, I back up and I look at kind of all this stuff in entirety, I think the system's really messed up, beyond messed up. And... Was it ever, ever not messed up is what I want to know. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I can tell you when. It was not messed up back when I was a kid because your yeah. mom went into the doctor's office with you and she wrote him a check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then your doctor would address all of your issues in one meeting. Yeah, right. I remember that. I used to have those. Yeah. Yeah. So anymore... If you go into the doctor's office, there are many, many clinics, not all, that will address one issue at a time. Yeah. So if you have high blood pressure, that's what you're there to talk to. And if you want to talk about your heart or your diabetes or your other issues, you'll have to make another appointment. Right. Exactly. And I find that system frustrating. That's really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you, occupies your time in so many different areas other than handling it all in one time. You know, and I remember going to the doctors when I was a kid. They handled all of them under one roof, you know, and um, I never had that many issues. But still, um, I had a doctor that I really trusted when I was, you know, back in college. He was fantastic. I went to group health. That was pretty cool. 
you know. Mm -hmm. And um, they did everything. They were just friendly as heck. And well, how's this? How's your lumbago doing? Or whatever he's saying. But, you know, it it was just like real personal. And he always kind of knew where I was in the process, which I I didn't want to have to to tell him the story all over again, you know, for what's going on. No, that never happened. So So there are places like Kaiser, which used to be group health, Mm -hmm. that people really enjoy. Oh, that's no no longer group health? No, it's called Kaiser now. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, Okay, so people really enjoy that. But I want to pose a question to people. Yeah. Okay, because I get to hear it all from a lot of different people. Right. How do you feel about your doctor being employed by an insurance company? Yeah. Okay. I had a customer call me and said, yes, we used to have Kaiser. And when my husband was having a heart attack, we went to Kaiser. And they said, oh, there's nothing wrong with him. And she said, I didn't believe that. Mm -hmm. So I took him to a regular (laughs) hospital that wasn't covered by my insurance. And they said, in fact, he was having a heart attack. And they, if I had listened to Kaiser, I could have lost my husband. Right. right. Okay. Well, I don't know. Um, but it's if the insurance company is the one that is regulating the claims and what you can and cannot do. Yeah. Uh, is it fair to say that maybe your doctor is influenced by the number of tests and the type of treatment that you get? Yeah. Based on who pays his salary. Right. Something's, there's money in there somewhere. Something in there is controlled by money. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, Group Health or Kaiser, those types of entities are absolutely wonderful when you're healthy. But what if you actually had something seriously wrong that they couldn't figure out? Yeah. They're going to stretch it out as long as possible before they send you to an outside Specialist. Yeah, and to send you all to all sorts of people before you send them to, to build your bill up. Right. Oh, by the way, I want to let you know that if you like Kaiser, I actually have that in my repertoire of companies oh, that I can in, that I can sign you up for. But I always ask people how they feel about their doctor being employed by an insurance company. Okay. First. Yeah. <laughs> because some people think it's wonderful and other people think, oh, my gosh, that's yeah. how Group Health got the nickname of Group Death. Oh. Yeah, I was born in Group Health Hospital for crying out loud. Uh, yes, and I understand that. Yeah, jeez. I didn't know that. Gee, I wonder if I'd be eligible for Kaiser. Well, it's all wonderful and good until something bad happens. Okay. Well. And uh, people like it because they can get all of their services in one place. Okay, yeah. But, uh, you know, personally, I'd like to keep my doctor uh, unemployed by insurance companies and keep my doctor regardless of what plans they take. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just, just thinking about it because I had no idea they changed their name. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I but would... it's, uh, you know, that's what I'm here for is to help you navigate these systems and find out what's best for you. Yeah. Not everybody has the same um, values, the, uh, the same kinds of uh, requirements they have of their doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do I do if my doctor leaves? You know, how do I address that? And yeah. How do I get a new one? Yeah. And I think that come open enrollment, people should really take a look at yeah what their plan looks like. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily by somebody over the phone. Right. 
because uh, this year during Medicare open enrollment, everybody got their, you know, 30 phone calls at least yeah. talking about Medicare. And how does someone in a call center in Florida know anything about Washington? Yeah, not much. I don't and think. the ongoing service of how do we how do we navigate this throughout the year? And if I have questions, who am I going to call? Exactly right. Because yeah. I have told people. If you don't like what customer service says, wait five minutes and call back. You might get a different answer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, everything is such a, it's such a headache getting into the mechanics of, the, of the, the planet at large when you're trying to get something done, which is relatively simple, and then you have all the stuff crowd up in front of you that you have to handle. Right, And right. Um, some people don't have the energy to do that. No. No, you know, they don't, you know, and, uh, you know, most recently I had a kind of an emotional burnout situation. It's taken me a while to come back from it, but still, I'm still kind of going, I don't know. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather sleep, please. You hey, know? we're going to get some new insurance companies coming into the state of Washington, either uh, by open enrollment or by the first of the year. So... Stay tuned for that because those are companies that you haven't heard of in the state of Washington. Well, good. And I'm looking forward to looking at what their rates are and what they're going to provide. But we're actually having some new competition. So that'll be fun. I hope that, you know, governor, the governor pays attention to those things, too. Right. Well, right now, insurance is regulated by our insurance commissioner and they have to meet certain criteria and able to do business in the state of Washington. Some of these companies I'm familiar with because they do business down in the state of Oregon. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're very competitive, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they look like in Washington. Oh, good. Well, I hope that it's good. Me too. Yes, very much so. Anyway, we have to take another break right now, and when we get back, we're going to be finishing up with Susan. It's been a very informative hour, kids, so... Hang on, we've got a little bit more to go. So this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for guess who? Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent of Washington and Oregon, helping obtain security in people's lives by providing insurance that pays for the final expenses and money to, for transitioning after a loved one dies. There is a lot of information that we do need to make to make our selections of medical plans. And talking to someone like Susan can be a lot more clear than trying to do it yourself. Believe me, that's true. So if you want to talk to Susan about your medical coverage, she's a phone call away, and you can call her at 253 318 9379, or you can email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. This is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show, and did you know that I do private astrological readings? If you have issues or problems in your life that plague you, perhaps an astrological reading would be just the ticket. I've had more than 30 years experience in astrology, and there isn't much I haven't seen, so I know I can help you. You can contact me at 206-816-0546 or go to EileenGrimes.com to make an appointment. Thank you very much, and I'll see you soon.
Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150kknw.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. With me is that lovely lady I just did a commercial for, Susan Bergstrom. Yes. Anyway, we're going to be finishing up with you right now. So if there's any final things you would like to leave our audience with so that we can kind of write them down and so to remember to ask a doctor that you're going to be talking to type of thing well it's difficult at best to navigate the insurance world okay it's another thing to do it by yourself Mm -hmm. okay um there's a very uh, there's a lot of very knowledgeable people and utilize their services yeah find somebody who you can really open openly talk with mm-hmm. okay it may not be me i'm just kind of i'm a little more blunt <laughs> so i kind of like yeah tell, she it how is. It is. tell it how it is yeah um but i always tell people i'm always going to tell you the truth even though i may not be the bearer of the best news right okay but you can't make decisions based on candy coating anything no you can't sugarcoat it you no to, you know say it all exactly but, yeah so but i'm very open to hearing you know, about you, learning about you, asking a bunch of questions. It's not, it's more than just medications and doctors. It's like, okay, well, how do you really feel about things and what are your preferences? Right. It's about doing some research and helping people navigate all of those things during the right period of time. If you're turning 65, okay, I can help you with your retirement, how to navigate that so you don't run out of money before you run out of life, Um, taxes, estate planning, Uh, how does this affect me, what does long-term care look like if I ever needed that, are they going to wipe out everything that I worked all my life so hard for, how does that look, Um, you know, but planning prior to 65 you know, all of those details need to be looked at because people go, oh, yeah, I'm going to retire. This is wonderful. And then they find out that they, they don't have enough money to retire. And so they ultimately go back into the workforce after they retire. So let's t- make a plan and see what we can come up with as far as making your retirement is a joy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to help people with is... You know, giving them some peace of mind so they can sleep at night. Yeah. And if the money isn't there, what kind of programs can we institute to uh, make things easier? And it's, that's what I do. And I've been helping people that have had unexpected losses of spouses and all the phone calls they need to make to all the different agencies, which can be really overwhelmed when you're in a period of grief. Yes, very much so. So yeah. I, I'm here for you to help you with those things because it is you need somebody to count on and somebody to talk to that knows what to do and how to do it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's what I help people do. Well, that's pretty basic, but, you know, that's pretty wonderful because when we get to the point where we do have suffer a loss, you know, whether it's a relative or it's ourself or whoever, everything changes mm-hmm. and everything has to shift. 
and you, there's elements of you know where you get your money from and you, how you figure out what the rest of your life's going to look like, you know, without the person you, who has been in your life forever. And so there has to be a shift, obviously, is you're shifting from uh, a you know a plural per- partnership to one person. So oftentimes people are alone after this happens, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't even know what to do, you know, nothing. Nobody really prepares them. Well, there are even special plans for p- those people who are going into assisted living mm-hmm. or skilled nursing care that have a much lower uh, maximum out of pocket that are it, for institutions where they can, the, doc, the facility that you're living in can order your medications and help you along the way. Yeah. And people don't realize that there are specialized plans like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about um, looking at all these different plans like assistance, uh, financial assistance for, and because I'm going through a bit of a a trial right now that I've got to figure out what I need to do with that. But, you know, people are saying these organizations have buckets of money to help people. And, you know, half of us don't even know what they, where they are, you know, (laughs) Yeah, we don't, you know, we don't know anything about them. And I heard about one from a friend of mine named Cheryl and um, I'm still trying to figure it out. But, you know, as these things need to be probed and need to be found out by people that don't know what the heck they are, you know. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I've helped people sign up for Medicaid that have not done so. Mm-hmm. I've helped people sign up for specialized programs. Um, even if you don't qualify for things like that, there are things that, you know, I look at as far as planning. And I need to make sure that you're taken care of. Um, My clients tell me my job is hard. Yeah. And sometimes it is because I deal with a lot of emotions. Yeah. And I deal with a lot of uh, denial. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I deal with facts. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't help you if you don't ask the questions. Yeah. Or you don't share your concerns with me. Well, sometimes they don't even know what kind of questions to ask, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, when you, I remember the first time I met with you for my Medicare. You know, you told me all the stuff that I was going to get, and all of a sudden it wasn't going to cost me anything. And the day that you says, do you have your little turquoise card? I go, what turquoise card? And I said, it's a Medicare. I said, let me see what I have here. So, oh, is this it? She says, yeah, that's it. I didn't even, I, <laughs> I had applied through the state of Washington when they had gone to Obamacare, literally, oh. that was literally like the two or last two three days of the enrollment for Obamacare, and that's where I got that from. So, it's called Provider One. It's a turquoise colored card, and it does entitle you to special benefits. So, yeah. if you haven't investigated that, yeah, um, I can tell you that there are several different plans that are very similar that will help you navigate your whole process. Of medical care, yeah. Um, exactly. If you have that card, if yes. you don't have that card and you, you think you might be eligible, you can always call me. Mm. Oh, that's good. Um, that's because nice. I find that it's like, oh, my mom has that card, mm. and I said, okay, so let me see what medical card you have now, and they to make sure that you're on the right plan, and they went, oh. Wow. You mean I'm entitled to that and I shouldn't be on this plan? It's like, yep. Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's, yeah, that was kind of a shock to me, too, you know. So 
well, Susan, thank you for being here today. You were wonderful. And I think this was a good, good thing to have on today because we're both going through stuff. I'm going through stuff. You're going through stuff, you know, and it's always something that's happening in our lives that we need to deal with. And sometimes we just don't have any idea how to do it. So, well, you can't receive if you don't ask. That's true. Sometimes we don't even know when to ask either. But, you know. If well, hopefully this will spark something in someone yeah. and they're going to say, okay, yeah, I'm one of those people that lost my doctor and now I don't know how to navigate it. Yeah. Um, or how am I supposed to know who to pick? Yeah. And uh, what if I don't like those people? Exactly. <laughs> and uh, what can I do if I want alternative medicine? What are my options as far as insurance? That's right. Exactly right. So thank you for being here today. And we'll have you on again soon when there's some more changes going on. Probably. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Continually <laughs> changes. So anyway, thanks for being here. And we will, and by the way, I just want to talk about what's coming up next. I am now an official reader at Crescent Moon Gifts. That's over in uh, North Tacoma, 6901 6th Avenue. At 98406. Her number is 253-572-8339. I do readings there on Sundays from 2 to 6 and on Thursdays from 11 to 7. Okay. How much time we got now? One minute. Oh, good. Okay. So if you want to get a hold of Susan, you can get her at S. Bergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com or me at EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com. And next week... We're going to be having on Mr. Ray Grassy. He hasn't been on for a while. We're going to be taping our show on Friday because Saturdays are a really busy day for him. So we need to do that. So you'll hear the show next Saturday, but we won't be here. But it'll be kind of cool because we will be taped on that day. So it'll be good to have him on. So anyway, um, that's it for the week this week. I don't think we have. Oh, wait, something's going on. Oh, maybe I think it's Matt Shade following week. Not positive, but we're going to check that out. So anyway, thank you for all listening to me and Susan today. And um, make sure you come back and listen to us again right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.